I titled the message this morning, Why Gratitude? We're going to look at, our, at the scripture we've been looking at, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I'm going to look at verses 16 to 18. It says, Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know, for a long time, I can remember myself always being so concerned about making sure that I was in the will of God. Has anybody else ever been there? I want to be in God's will. Well, he, he points it out to us right here. Isn't it great? When I, when, I, when I first, you know, I knew I had read this verse many times, but there, come, there, there was a day that I read it and I thought, he told us what the will of God is. It tells us what his will is. I don't know about you, but I mean, it just, it was just like, I'm, so I can thank God and I'm in his will. That is, that is awesome to know that. It's just awesome to know that. Aren't you glad that the, the word of God is just so simple? Living for God is so simple. Just read it and do it. And being in God's will is the absolute best place. No matter what's going on in our life, good or bad, if you know you're in God's will, you're in the best place. Isn't that right? So, uh, so my first point this morning is, and then we'll look at the scripture verse, why, why I have this verse. The first point this morning is thanking him is in us. Let's look at Romans chapter 1, and we're going to read verses 19 through 21. Paul's writing to the church of, in Rome. And he says in verse 19, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. And he had just, he had just got through talking. He's talking about, basically he's talking about unbelievers. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it to them. For the invisible things of God, or from him, from the creation of the world, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And verse 21 says, Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Now, we all have a decision to make if we're going to be thankful or not. And notice here that it says that even unbelievers have that potential within them to know God and to thank him. Even unbelievers. Even as an unbeliever, you can come to a point to where, well, that was God. You know, something happens, they hear something, they experience something. That was God, and I need to glorify him as God, and I need to thank him. Well, that don't leave just because we get born again. We still have that, that, you know, it's always with us. And we have that decision to make. So let's, in everything that we are doing in our life, and, and that's, what, that's what basically 1 Thessalonians, said, 1 Thessalonians 5 said, in everything, no matter what we're going through in life, let's make sure that we're being thankful. Uh, you know, a lot of times I think about people that don't know God, something, especially if something bad happens, usually no thank, thanks don't come out, cursing comes out. All right? Now, of course, when you get born again, we should kind of learn, you know, probably don't want to do that. We want to make sure we're replacing the cursing with the giving thanks. Well, let's look at our second point this morning. Giving thanks is faith. And, you know, really when you get to thinking about it, if we, if we tell God thank you for something, if we're saying, God, we thank you, not only, is it, not only really is it faith, but it's really acting on faith. 
Because, you know, you think about when we got born again. Y'all remember when you got born again? I can remember. Yes. September of 1989, I think it was. Probably, probably some people here weren't even born in 89. But a um, long time ago. But when I heard the word, I had heard it many times. I grew up in a, in a Christian home. But I just, you know, I just didn't want anything to do with it. But one night I heard it, and when I heard it, I believed it, and I said something. I said, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. And that's how everything in the kingdom of God works. Everything. Think about it. If you need healing for your body, go get you a healing scripture, believe it, and then start speaking that. That's how God does everything. He believes and speaks. It's how he created the world. Speaking and believing. So that's all we have to do. Speak and believe. So when we go to God and we say, God, I want to say thank you for whatever, you know, he's, he's done something for you. Or maybe you're believing him for something. We shouldn't say, oh, God, I sure wish you'd give me this or that or whatever. No. If you've got his word, right? If you go to his word and you see it in his word that it's his promise, like, like healing for your body, for example. Yes. The, you know, God's not, we're not waiting on God to heal us. He's already healed us. What, what, would he, what would he have to do to heal us? He's already sent Jesus to the cross. He's, he, all he's waiting on us to believe and speak. To say, Lord, I know you've healed my body already. Thank you for that. Regardless of what my body says. Regardless of what my body says, I know you've healed me. So let's, let, me look, let me go ahead and point you to that scripture that I, was, that I have for this, uh, this point. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. It says, now the just will live by faith. That's, the, that's what I wanted to mainly point out to you. The just shall live by faith. You know, do you all know that the Bible quotes this part, uh, this little, the just shall live by faith? It quotes it in the New Testament three different places. Isn't that interesting? You know, usually if the Bible repeats something, it's kind of stressing some importance. So God wants us to live by faith. It's the only thing that... Uh, it's the only thing that pleases God is that is faith. So, so when we're giving him thanks, it's like we're acting on our faith. Lord, thank you for this or that or whatever you've done or going to do. Thank you for it. It's acting on our faith, and it gets, things to, it gets things to changing in our life. Let's look at our third point this morning. Why gratitude? Why should we be grateful? Because God is good. God is good. I don't have, I don't have, a, uh, I was going to look at Psalms chapter 100. Do you have the, do you have the whole, you have the whole chapter? Do we have it, the whole thing up there? I don't have it on my phone pulled up right quickly. All right, so, so it says in Psalms 100, it's just five verses. Let's read the whole thing. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah. Psalms 100 verse, oh, that's just verse five in it. Let me, uh, let me get to the whole thing. I want to read the, I want to read the whole thing. I think I'm pretty close to it here. Give me just one second. We'll read the whole thing. I'm reading the King James Version if you're following along. Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Isn't that great? Imagine the, the moment we step over into heaven. Woo! Y'all think we're going to go in there and go, oh, this, this is kind of nice? Nope. We are going to be making a joyful noise. And he wants us to do it now. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Is anybody in here that says, I can't sing? Is anybody in here that, that normally would say, I, I can't sing? Anybody? I hear it all the time. I, I deal with young people all the time, and I'll, I'll, I'll get them to, I'll get them, you know, I'll go back in and I'll holler and make noises and say, come on, 
make a joyful noise with me or sing. I mean, young people. I'm going, man, what is going on in your life that you don't want to make some fun noise or whatever? But they want to, But we all are supposed to sing. It doesn't mean that we're all supposed to record, but we're all supposed to sing. You could be, you could be the worst singer ever, but if you're singing to God, he loves it. He loves it. Verse 3, know that the Lord, he is God. It's he that has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people. Everybody say, I am his people. And we are the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth is endures to all generations aren't you so grateful he's good to us his truth and his mercy is every y'all know what mercy is you know there was a blind man in the bible that cried out to jesus jesus son of david have well what was he wanting he was wanting to get his sight so is healing a mercy it is is salvation a mercy and the Bible tells us his, his mercies are forever and ever. Amen. Always. God never says no. When you come to him and say, God, I need you to help me, save me, heal me, his answer is never no. His mercy is forever and ever. Isn't that great to know about our God? Um, you know, I believe that there are, there are levels to God's goodness. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians that he'll be showing us his kindness for generations, for ages, for the ages to come, for the ages to come. How many? How many of you think there's some of the some things we hadn't even, we haven't even, we don't know about yet? There's some great things about God, we ha, we haven't even figured out yet. So there's there's levels to His goodness, and we'll be finding those things out. the The Bible says the Bible says that the the what Jesus did it calls it the gospel, right? And, and what, what's another word that we use for gospel? Another? Uh, somebody said it. Good news. All right, the good news. So the gospel is good news, right? So is there anything bad about the gospel? I, there's nothing bad about the gospel. Even us, even us living a, as a Christian life, if we get persecuted, that really is not bad. It, the Bible tells us when that happens, we're supposed to rejoice. Now, I know it may kind of make our, make our flesh a little bit uncomfortable, but, but there's no bad to it. We can, we can rejoice right in the middle of that. So why, is it, so why is it sometimes that we have a little bit of a problem wondering if God's truly good or not? His gospel, the gospel is the good news. But, you know, sometimes we kind of have questions of whether or not God the, 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 the denomination that I came from, boy, they had a really bad problem. A uh, real bad problem with thinking that, you know, maybe God's not good all the time. Like, you know, they'd say things like that sometimes he'll put sickness on you to teach you something. That ain't God. That's, how is that good? How is that good? Everybody that God spoke to got healed. Everybody that God touched got healed. There's no sick. God don't know what, he don't know how, he don't have sickness. How can he give it? Our God is good. So, so for here at the last, uh, I'm going to close with this. 
I'm going to read, look at Ephesians chapter 5, and um, I'm going to read verse 20. Let me see, is that the verse I want to look at? Yes, verse 20, Ephesians chapter 5 says, Giving thanks always for all things. You know, uh, over the last few weeks, Pastor Marvin's talked about we don't, we don't thank God for everything. But this says for God, for everything, but look at the words after. That's what you have to look at, unto God. For all things unto God. You know, death is not unto God. So you don't give thanks for death. All right? You don't give thanks for death. If you back up into that chapter, you'll notice, like around verse 10, I think it is, it says, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. So that's what we give thanks to God for, the things that he approves. Now, there's one other verse that I want to show you guys, and we'll get close to ending. Is verse 19. And it says, speaking to God, or excuse me, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Then it goes on to say in verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the thing that I want us to do here at the end is I want us to practice that a little bit. Is that okay with you guys? And I want us to just sing a little bit of this song. We'll do a little bit of this song. Thank you. That's okay. You can kill one of those moments. Because it says here, notice that it says here, They were to give thanks to God, but the preceding verse, 19, speak to yourselves in psalms and hymns. But the one, one other thing that I want to show you right before that verse 19 is, is he tells us not to be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. And then he goes on to say, to be filled with the Spirit. Then, well, how do we do that? How are we, how are we filled with the Spirit? Well, he says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing to the Lord. All right? So we're just going to sing that a little bit. And as we're singing it, I don't want you guys to think uh, so much that, well, you know, this is, we got to kind of, I want you to sing to you. And don't be so concerned too much about, um, you know, sounding right or whatever. And I don't have my, I don't have my thing on. Is it loud enough where you guys can hear it? Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the price you paid. There's no one. There is no one. No, my hope is in. 
something uh, I read something yesterday at our Saturday morning prayer that I want to read to you as we conclude in giving thanks giving praise again something supernatural happens something miraculous happens when we operate in the will of God for our life and uh, and I just want you to just ponder this for just a moment I read it to uh, I, I read it to Pastor Krista this morning, and I just want to read it to you. And I don't know where I got it from. Don't remember. I'm, I'm always taking notes and writing down things and thoughts. And but it, it says this. It says God is infinitely bigger than all the galaxies put together. Yet He chose to live inside of us by His Holy Spirit bigger than infinitely bigger than all the galaxies in all the earth and all to the galaxies yet he chose to come and live inside of us if we were in the galaxies looking down on earth we would simply be a speck God so loved us that he came, he gave his son to sacrifice for us to come not only on our behalf because of sin, but he came and he sacrificed as us. He, he went and he went to the cross as us. He went to the grave as us. And he was raised from the dead as us so that we can live a, the life that he wants us to live in Christ. So that we could be righteous in him. This God that is infinitely bigger than the galaxies combined has now chosen by his will to come and live inside of us as Christians, as believers. When we get born again, he comes and resides inside of us. Christ, the hope of glory. 
ponder that for a minute. Don't you believe that as a believer, as a Christian, if you are a Christian, that we have all the reason in the world to be thankful and nothing to be afraid of? Because he's bigger and greater. He's on our side. He's for us. What he's done for others, he's doing for us. And that's why he can work all things out for our good. Because he is good. And he'll bring it into perspective. He'll bring it into alignment with his will in our lives. So, as we close today, the question that we want to always give is, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Too often we default towards complaining and murmuring and by the way, it will always keep you out of God's perfect will because we know and we discovered again today that it's not His will to be out complaining and murmuring but instead of being thankful. That's what kept the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness instead of entering into what He had for them. It's so easy to get there because we have a flesh that we have to contend to and it defaults to the negative. And if you go negative, you get negative. It's just, it's just a given. And so today, what's the Holy Spirit saying to you? What do you need to be thankful to the Lord for today? It could be a spouse. It could be a sibling. It could be a... Uh, a, a parent it could be a job could be your surroundings it could be whatever I mean you may you may thank God you live in a house but you've been complaining about that house whatever it may be thank God for it amen and so today bow your heads ask the Lord what do I need to do where do I need to adjust in my life so that I may sure that I'm right in the middle of God's will for my life. So that the power of God will show up and work on my behalf. Because that's God's will for you. 